Welcome to the Career Chatroom, where we focus on job searching and landing. I'm your host, Erin Sergi. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Career Chatroom. Today, I'm joined by Kaylin Schwant, who is a very recent graduate of the Oklahoma State University with a degree in strategic communications. And Kaylin and I first crossed paths about a year ago on one of my favorite places, which is our sorority Facebook networking page. And I can't even believe it's been um, a year, but now uh, a year has passed and she has graduated at the time that we first met. She was embarking in a search for an internship for the summer of 2022. And we started working together and now she's um, got both her master's and her bachelor's, which I can't even believe that's possible in in five and a half years, but it's true. Five and a half or four and a half? It's five and a half. Four and a half. Oh my gosh. Four and and a half. half. (laughs) So four and a half years. I can't even believe that's possible, but but now she's graduated and she's about to start her full-time uh, position post-graduation uh, in January. And I invited her to join me in the chat room today because I really wanted to give the opportunity for you to learn from someone who is in it right now and, and experiencing what uh, you are experiencing from a job search perspective. Um, I am you know, a bit removed from just graduating from college. I won't say how many years, but I think it would be helpful to hear from a contemporary, someone who's just graduating as to what she's experienced in an internship experience and, and search as well as a full-time job search. So I invited her to join me here today and I'm, I'm really excited to, to get... Um, to get this this information out and and welcome to the chat room, Kaylin. Thank you, Erin, for having me. Really appreciate it. So tell us a little bit about your internship search for the summer of 2022 and you know how and when did you get things started? Yes. So for my internship um, hunt, like we said, summer 2022, I would say I began over five months in advance. So that would have been December of 2021, give or take. Um, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, Aaron, we crossed paths in our sorority networking Facebook group. And I initially just posted some information about myself and a link to my portfolio, which is um, where I expressed that I was beginning to look for internship experience. And yeah, so I was really glad that we were able to cross paths and I was able to get some of your insight. But um, I really just saw how important it was to just apply to nearly anything and everything I saw along the way on LinkedIn. Um, regardless of the location or industry of the position. So I just really spent that entire Christmas break applying to internships, organizing them in an Excel sheet. And as time went on, I started hearing back from companies and preparing for interviews. I remember you saying uh, back then that you came back from Christmas break and had like such a jump start on it from the intensity of what you did over that couple week period that your your roommates were a, a bit... Um, uh, you know, sh- shocked, I think, <laughs> at how far along you were. And, um, and so, you know, I, I just think that you took advantage of that Christmas break, um, you know, between the fall and the spring semester to such an ad- advantage, um, you know, and, and, and getting organized like that. So, you know, what, what did you, um, you know, what did you experience then as, you know, the, the, the spring semester moved on and you started to hear back from companies? 
Yes. So going off of that, like you said, that period of time where I really was applying was so pivotal and crucial to the entire experience. If I wouldn't have taken that time to sit down and just, you know, make myself um, apply to anything that I saw, like I said, um, I wouldn't have had the same outcome that I did in the spring. Um, So by taking that time and just, you know, putting my resume everywhere, getting myself out there, by the time the spring semester rolled around, I would say, um, if not by the end of January, around February, I was starting to hear back from companies. And, you know, it was time to prepare for interviews. Um, it was for me, I just sat down and kind of, you know, you go through your generic interview questions with yourself and list out experiences. It's really good to have um, experiences in mind when interview interviewers ask you questions. Um, that was a great way for me to (laughs) prepare for those interviews and, um, really just the main way that I was able to keep all of those different, um, experiences and interviews organized was through an Excel sheet. Like I said, I started it, um, back in December. And so I could just keep track of what companies I'd heard back from if I had interviews set up with them and what I needed to be doing next to prepare and keep myself on track. And when you started looking at um, internship opportunities, um, did you have a particular uh, job title in mind? And, and you know, how did that evolve as you continued finding opportunities and, and putting applications in? Did you, did you find that you kept with kind of that same job title or did you branch off in different directions? Yes. So I would definitely say that I branched off. Um, you know, the more I started applying um, to different positions, I just kind of was realized, you know, what's the harm in applying? So um, I was have a bachelor's degree in strategic communications. And at the time, last December, I was pursuing my master's degree in mass communication. So I was looking mm-hmm. at titles that were strictly, you know, corporate communications intern or communi- just communications intern, um, public relations intern, things along those lines, pretty general. And then what I started to see was with all the different companies I was looking into, they did, it got to where they had very specific and niche roles, even for interns. And so, I mean, the internship I ended up taking, we haven't gotten there yet, but I was strictly um, housed in an HR department. So Mm -hmm. that was a very specific title and role that I probably wouldn't have applied for something with HR in the title because that's not what I was looking for. But you know, HR needs communications too. And that just worked out perfectly. But like I said, those titles um, of roles that I was looking at ultimately did evolve a lot, in my opinion. Yeah. And when we first started um, talking about your job search, I think I remember us talking about kind of where you were looking geography. You know, geographically, and and I, I yes. think I recall you saying, "Well, you know, I have a place to live, and you know, near near school, and I have a place to live, you know, near you know, obviously my parents' house, um, and that's kind of where you were focused." But how did that change over time as you um, started to explore different opportunities? Um, what what did you what did you um, shift about your approach? Yes, yeah, so thinking about location was such a game changer as well. Um, so I've born and raised in Oklahoma. I've always lived around here. I went to college in Oklahoma. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, I can get an internship either in Oklahoma or maybe I could go to Texas. Like maybe I could do that and that would be manageable. 
And then the more I started looking into things and realizing um, that an internship, this is, you know, maybe a 12 week experience. It's not for the rest of my life. I wasn't signing my life away. Um, Realizing that a lot of these internship programs had, you know, living stipends and housing arrangements and make it really manageable for an intern to go move and live somewhere else just for the summer. And so once I saw that and realized all of these great experiences all over the map that were out there, I could really, you know, I really just started applying for that many more positions whenever I wasn't letting location limit me. And yeah, as soon as you as soon as you kind of take that location Mm -hmm. limiting factor off the map, then you know, you start to see opportunities that you never would have thought of. I mean, even companies that are in industries that are outside of what you have in your frame of reference or what you've grown up with, um, that probably expanded a bit as well. Yes. So that is another huge thing. Like I said, I was thinking about staying in Oklahoma or just, you know, in my head, myself internally, that's just what I kind of envisioned. I'm like, oh, I'll stay around here, maybe work for an oil and gas company. I have family in oil and gas, and that's just what I know and what I know about the area that I grew up in. And so when I start seeing positions um, in pharmaceutical industries or complete um, just some other tech um, related organizations, I've just started seeing all of these options that I otherwise wouldn't have had in my specific location and that I would have let limit me before if I wasn't looking outside of my, um, my area. So you started hearing back from companies and um, it's probably, you know, you're getting a couple months into your job search. You know, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the different places that you were hearing back from and how you, um, how that progressed and until the point where you actually were able to decide on where you were going to go intern for the summer? Yes. So leading up, I would say it was right up until spring break, I felt like I was just swamped with interviews that I had them at least three or four every week. And I was really having to manage my time wisely to fit them in with my work and school schedule. Um, It was one of those things I would come home again um, to my, where I lived at in college and my roommates would be like, Oh my goodness, you have another interview again. Seriously. I was just, they were, you know, it was a really busy time and I wanted to make sure that I was taking advantage of each of them, but I ended up, let's see, it was right before spring break. Like I said, I had, I was getting to the point where I had two to three offers on the table, all from complete different industries in complete different locations. We had one in around Dallas at the time. I thought one was in California and the other would have been Mm -hmm. in New York. So, I mean, just all over the map completely. And industry was the same thing. Um, we had like pharmaceutical tech company and an insurance company. So all over the place. And what I did to navigate through that was just really sit down and I going into it, I was like, I don't want to take a position that's just because it's going to pay me the most money or more money than another. If I really have a better feeling about another one. So I sat Mm -hmm. down and really thought about Um, the living arrangements that were going to be made, how manageable um, cost of living would be in that particular city. That was a big thing as well as really the connection I had with 
the person hiring me <clears throat> and what leadership ability um, I saw within them. And that was just a big thing for me, seeing who I was going to be working for all summer and what I felt like they could teach me and that I could, you know, I mean, teach Take them away. in a sense, but yes, exactly. Yeah. And I remember the, the, you know, just thinking about the, the different offers you had and, and the, the, uh, the arrangements for living, right? So, you know, the one, the New York city offer, um, mm-hmm. you know, people get really excited about going to New York city, but, but when you sit down and do the math, um, you certainly don't want to be paying for the internship experience when they're paying you, but you can't afford to live there with the money that they're right. paying you. And so, you know, I, I remember when you were, um, thinking about that opportunity and you already had, you know, another opportunity in hand where they were giving you some, some, um, amount of living stipend, you know, you were able to bring that into the negotiation with the company that was in New York. Now it didn't, it didn't end up, um, playing out that they were able to give you a living stipend to be able to make that work. But, but, you know, having that other offer in hand where they were giving you a living stipend, enabled you to open up that conversation with the a company that, that didn't have the uh, that on the table to at least get make them go back and kind of try to make it happen. Um, so that's that was, uh, you know, I remember you kind of playing through that. And then that other opportunity um, that you thought was in California, ha- you know, how did how did that end up um, playing out? I, I know I kind of know the uh, the the fairy tale ending of that story. But but, but can you share that with our listeners? Yes. So at the time I thought, um, I was planning to end up taking this internship position in California. I, um, was like, okay, I guess I'm going to California, which was something like I've mentioned, I never had that in mind. California was (laughs) one place, especially that I just, you know, at the start of my search, I never would have thought I was taking a position there, but I was, um, ultimately going to take it. And then last minute they ended up switching me to a different location of theirs where I would then be in Raleigh, North Carolina, which I was super excited about when I first heard. I have a best friend from college that had moved there about a year ago. Um, For me personally, I felt like it was just a little more my speed, um, more my, um, like an environment that I would thrive in. Mm -hmm. And so that was the position I ended up taking was in Raleigh, North Carolina, when, like I said, thought it was going to be in California. So that was pretty crazy that just, you know, in a matter of however many hours I, it completely shifted. And I was like, Oh yeah, I get to go to North Carolina. The other side of the country. (laughs) Yeah. Right. The other side of the country. And, and what was so great about that, you know, opportunity too, is that they, they were not just a housing stipend. You didn't have to go out and find an apartment and, you know, use the money that they gave you to, to lock that down, they actually, they actually put you up in an apartment, right? Yes, and they did. Paid for your apartment yes, for the whole summer. They did. It was incredible. And going back to our one of the first um, conversations we were having, where when I was just limiting myself on location there at the mm-hmm. start, it really was because I wasn't looking in to these programs and the real benefits that are offered. Um, for interns, Mm -hmm. especially now. I know the past several years had been kind of different and crazy because of COVID and, you know, internship programs were canceled. But 
you know, this past summer, I felt like it was the first summer that we really were kind of getting back into it somewhat normal. And so for me to sit down Mm -hmm. and see, oh, companies, you know, have these benefits and things are opening back up. It was just truly incredible. It, I got there, it was just felt surreal that, you know, I was there, they were paying for me to live there. It wasn't, um, you know, breaking my bank or anything. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was just, it was really nice. Yeah. And how did you find that, um, that experience that, you know, you never would have kind of considered otherwise in a location that was completely out of your realm of possibility? Like, how did that end up? Um, how, how did the end of the experience end up working out for you? It, I mean, I cannot speak highly enough of it. It was the best summer of my life. Um, the experience in itself, I was somewhere new where i I had one friend from college, like I mentioned, in the same Mm -hmm. area. But other than that, um, especially at work, I didn't know anyone prior. I was meeting new people every single day, um, learning new things about a brand new company and showcasing what skills I had to offer at work, which I thought was just really, it was really neat for me to go into a place where I knew nothing and no one and see where my skills um, had value to them. It was um, it made me, you know, just really happy and proud made me see that, you know, how well my education really has, um, been paying off. Um, I learned so much, like I said, about a new area, which was something I had never done before. And I really wouldn't have had the chance to do otherwise. Um, just with the way things are, I wouldn't have been able to pick up and just move somewhere else. Um, for fun because I wanted to. So it was so great to have something that I worked for work out like that. And, and it was in a, you know, you you said your, your role was within the HR department and, and what was the focus of the experience that you were um, doing for the summer? What was the kind of the topic area? Yes. So I was doing internal communications for the HR department. So I was helping with the way that the HR employees communicate with each other among different locations, whether that be on different platforms or just ways of working um, within those employees. And also one thing I wanted to note was the company, they flew me out to the California office one week during the summer where I was able to help with a conference, which was incredible. It was one of those things where well, my hiring manager, who I worked with every single day, uh, she was located in California. And so we would just connect online pretty much every day. But that was our time where I was able to go out and see her in her office. And there was another point in the summer where she was able to come to Raleigh. Uh, mm. So it was pretty neat. We were saying it was the best of both worlds for both of us. Yeah. And you probably had other colleagues that were in the Raleigh area that you were interacting with on a daily basis. Um, So your manager was actually in the California location that you thought you were going to be in, but now you're in in Raleigh. So you were interacting with her um, using the new ways of working and, you know, getting just those couple weeks of, um, you know, face-to-face time, but you uh, had colleagues in Raleigh that, uh, you know, you were interacting with. I know a lot of these companies do, you know, special internship sort of events. They probably chose to have you in Raleigh because there were a number of other interns there, I'm guessing. Is that, is that kind of, they wanted to create that experience? um, 
yeah, there were a handful of other interns there. There were a lot more in California, I will say. And so that was one thing when I went out there. It was so fun to meet all these other interns who I had been interacting with online and working on projects with. But also I had my set group of interns. I say my set group, but you know, my yeah. the interns <laughs> that group. were in Raleigh. Yes. And yeah. we were able to do several things together. Uh, they were all from North Carolina. I was the only one from out of state. And so when I would say I was from Oklahoma, they would be like, what? It just threw everyone off. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. Oh, it was, yes. It was great getting to meet them and work with them. We, I had um, some in my function and department and then others that were in a completely different function within the organization. So it was always nice when we were able to meet up um, and just chat about what we were doing, what was going on and you know, how the summer was treating us. And so what did you take away from the experience that you had this summer that, um, you know, you, you started back to school and you were then focused on finishing up and kind of getting a full-time job? What, you know, what, what was the, what was something you took away from that summer experience um, that you could share with, with us? Yes. I think overall, I learned a lot about myself, whether that be personally, like personally and professionally, but within my function, I going into the position, I was a little weary about taking a position that was strictly internal communications. Everything I'd done in the past was a balance between internal and external, I would say. And so I was like, am I going to like this at all? And I ended up loving it. I loved that I was able to just focus on one thing. Um, and one thing within the company, I should say, within a single company. Um, yeah. And then coming back, that really made me sit down and realize that, yes, I liked that, but I liked it because I was helping people that were, you know, right there in front of me and I was seeing results right away. I know that things do take time, but I just, the way that I am, I liked that I was able to sit down and work on something and work on it with the end goal of helping those around me in mind, if that makes sense. Yeah. And internal communications, you know, I think that people don't always think about that function when they're deciding to major in communications. I, I, I find that a lot of students who I interact with that that major in communications, they think about marketing as a um, a path to take or public relations and that kind mm-hmm. of external, externally facing communications for a company or an industry. And, and, and you know, communications is about people passing, you know, having messages passed between people and having people understand, um, you know, the, the, the different aspects of the business or what they're doing or why a company is making decisions. And there's just as much of an importance on the internal side of that. And I think that it's, you know, something that, like you said, you w- weren't necessarily exposed to as much of that internal focus before taking this internship. And, and so that's a really powerful thing for you to to take away is that, you know, internal communications and how people interact with each other within the company is, is super important as well. Um, We might, you might actually find yourself uh, with a little bit of that HR flavor in you um, (laughs) going forward, Kaylin, right? Um, It's about, you know, communications are about making, making people, um, you know, connect and understand each other. And, and that's a lot of what we do over here in HR also. Um, yes. So how did you approach your post-graduation job search then and your decision making 
Um, yes. How did so you how did you I, go into that phase? Yeah. So I returned back to Oklahoma from Raleigh in it was mid August, and I was starting back up at school. I <clears throat> had in mind that I would possibly be receiving an offer from the company that I was at this summer. So in my head, I wasn't too worried. I was like, I have a few more months mm-hmm. left of school where I would then be graduating in December of 2022. And yeah. so I was still every now and then I would look on LinkedIn for some different jobs and just see if anything sparked my interest and apply for things pretty casually. If I heard back from people, they would want someone to start right away. And I still had, like I said, a few months of school left. And so in my head, I was just coasting a little bit, waiting to hear back from where I was this summer. I heard back from them with a job offer, which was really exciting on my end. And in my head, I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll take it. You know, I don't know. I don't have anything else lined up. But that was still in... October, I want to say. So I had a little bit of time. It was kind of right there in the middle where I had that cushion to lean on, but also, um, you know, I still kept your eyes and ears open. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't actively applying for anything else at the time. And I had pretty much hit a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to take it. I was telling everyone I was going to take it, that I was about to take it. And then like a couple days later, I had a family friend reach out to me um, talking about working for a company that was in Oklahoma City, so not far from me. And it, it made me stop and think and kind of ponder the idea and see, okay, there are opportunities here and I could find a way to balance, um, you know, my personal values and people I have here at home. And so that was something I was kind of thinking about. I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll interview And then the next day I had another friend reach out to me with another opportunity in Oklahoma City that I had, you know, it was not on my radar. It was not something I applied for, but someone asked me to come in an interview. And so I did that as well, kind of spent time going through the interview processes for both. And I ended up taking one of the positions in Oklahoma City with a software agency as their communications and special projects coordinator. So it was a lot to digest and take in. It all happened so quickly when I really was, like I said, telling everyone, oh, I'm going to move. I'm going to take it. And then once I saw um, these opportunities I had in front of me here in Oklahoma, it really made me stop and pause and think about what is really important to me and if I can get um, what I'm needing out of a professional career in life here Mm -hmm. where my family and life is there in my head there was no need for me to get up and move yeah yeah and I wonder you know it's uh they have that thing called Murphy's Law right like if you didn't have that that opportunity in hand um to go back to the company you interned with in the summer of 2022 you know you never know what what uh you know would or wouldn't have happened and I just wonder and and we haven't really we haven't really dug into this uh, at all so this is uh, this question is going to come out of left field, but I wonder what sort of influence um, just having that experience and you know having it in your LinkedIn profile, which I know you did. You added, you know, the the internship experience from the summer in your LinkedIn profile. You you know had posted a bit about 
the experience that you were having and your your hiring manager, you know, I wonder what sort of influence um, just having had that experience and having that as part of your, you know, your professional networking profile had on getting these um, reach outs right from from kind of out of nowhere right. <laughs> um, yes. and with with opportunities, um, you know, that you could consider. I, I just wonder about that. What do you have you thought about that yeah. at all? So I really haven't stopped to think about that. But now that you say it, I was, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. I feel like since I started looking for that internship about a year ago now, I just, I can't mm-hmm. get enough of LinkedIn. I love checking it. I like posting on LinkedIn. <laughs> but I, yep. I would update it um, fairly frequently about what I was doing over the summer, what was going on. And I mean, my friends and my family that I have on LinkedIn, they would see these things and they know how important, um, you know, my professional life is to me and how important it um, was for me to, you know, start my career, do what I need to do, power through school as well. And Mm -hmm. while outside individuals were seeing this, the two positions that kind of drifted to me in Oklahoma when I was search or not when I was searching, but toward the um just a few months ago that kind of drifted to me they were both from yeah one was from a friend and one was a family connection and so mm-hmm. I think even my friends and family like I said seeing these things and seeing how much my career and um you know my drive how I kind of am that's yes. really what did it um and yes my LinkedIn posting is one thing but I think it also is how I was conducting myself um, just to people outside, you know, off of the outside screen, social in media. Person. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I think that yeah. was a big part as well. And so that I was just someone that they both thought of um, when they were searching for someone to hire. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's those connections, um, you know, like you said, there there was a there's a, a family friend or like a um you know a friend's um you know uh, I think a parent and and you know those uh-huh. are the connections that you know when you're in college you don't necessarily think about um, how to leverage those connections um, as much as um, as you do when you know you're actually embarking in that that kind of next level um, stage of your life and your career. Um, those are connections that are really powerful, and I. I I love to see um, college students kind of branch out from beyond just the the network that they've built within college and and really really leverage those. So I love hearing about how those connections helped you to land this position that you're going to be starting yes. in just a few short weeks. Actually, I think you already got the opportunity to start to work um, on a like a, a, a an hourly basis for the company that you're you're going to join, and and that's super exciting as well. So, um, so, so it's, you know, I get excited hearing about, um, how you were able to leverage the, uh, connections with, um, you know, people outside of just your contemporaries and, and, you know, those, those, um, I don't want to say the word older, but the professionals, the the people who've been out in the professional world uh, for a lot longer to be able to, you know, have those opportunities land in your lap. So what I guess I just want to um, ask one final question is that, you know, what other insights do you think would be helpful to share with others that are navigating the internship or post-graduation job search journey today and don't have their, their opportunity lined up to go to? 
Yes. So going back to how I started, I would say just take the time. Don't cut corners. Sit down. Make an Excel sheet. It's going to take so long and it's going to get annoying and you're going to get tired of filling in information about yourself. But just apply to anything you see. Um, I know we had a conversation um, kind of along these lines, Aaron, that if you're, you know, don't be picky up front. If you are Mm -hmm. just really open minded and, you know, willing to apply to anything and take the time right up front, then later on, um, when you have maybe an offer or two, then you can be picky within your experience. I think that is the biggest thing. Other than that, you know, just say yes. That's my biggest thing. What do you have to lose when it comes to applying to another internship or taking a position, um, you know, just say yes, if it's right. Obviously, don't take something that isn't right for you. But say yes is really big to me. And then just, yes, you know, trust your gut um, going off of that. And, you know, you can know when to say no. But up front, it's just so important to be open minded. That's my number one thing. Just say yes, be open minded. Yeah, open to applying to positions, open to interviewing with positions, right? Uh, So you might get a call for an interview from a company that, uh, you know, you're not really sure if you would take that job if they they offered it to you. But if you say yes to the interview, you get practice with the interviewing process and you learn more about that company. And you might even find that it's something that feels right, more right than it did when you first applied. So I think that your advice to to be open-minded and say yes to things um, until the point where you have to say Mm -hmm. no to some things and only say yes to, 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 you know, that one choice. You can't go do two internships like in the summer. (laughs) You you have to pick one. Um, Yes. Until you get to that moment. Right, right. You can't be two places at once. You can't be, you know, committed to two companies and and, and for an internship. But until you get to that moment, uh, to say yes is really powerful advice. And and I think that that's going to serve people people really well as they uh, as they they take um, you know take some some insights from this from this discussion. So I'm really I'm really glad that you were able to make the time. I know this is a really busy time and and you've just gone through graduation and lots of celebrating and and reconnecting uh, with family and friends over the holidays. So I'm really grateful that you took the time to talk with me today, Kaylin. And and I just wish you the best uh, as you embark in your professional career. Um, And of course, uh, that we'll stay in touch. So I just want to thank you um, again. Yes. Thank you so much, Erin, for having me. It was my pleasure. I was so happy when you asked me to do it. Um, If anyone listening to this um, wants to add me on LinkedIn, please do. And we can connect and I can help you out um, with your search. I would love to do that. But absolutely. Thank you so much, Erin. So powerful. Keep connecting. Keep connecting with LinkedIn and and keep connecting with people that you meet along the way. That's, That's very powerful as well. Yes. Never stop. Absolutely. All right, that's it for another edition of the Career Chat Room. Thank you for joining us.